Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Find Me Your Book Podcast. We are on episode 100. Oh, my gosh. Episode 100. You, you probably just blew their ears out. No, I didn't. <laughs> it, well, it's exciting. Episode 100, right? It is. And it's about to be the two-year anniversary. In a, in a month, it'll be the two-year anniversary of starting this. Oh, my gosh. I know. What a long journey. It really has It has been. been for you. <laughs> for me. I am exhausted having watched you do all this work. <laughs> and then adding video into it. Mm-hmm. And then you being on the podcast more frequently. Yeah. And I would say that uh, I think my episodes are particularly the best. And everyone should <laughs> listen to them. Every episode featuring the husband. The husband. Well, I'm glad that you've been joining me. I think it's definitely added a, a little bit of spice and a little spice bit, not that type of spice not like spicy this isn't an only fans <laughs> like this is, this is a book podcast i know but it's just added a little bit of something and so it's been really good uh but yeah episode 100 i am just so grateful to be here and honestly uh if you guys have ever seen that clip of snoop dogg where he's like i'd like to thank me for doing this <laughs> i'm like i mean i know that sounds kind of like uh, but it's like I would like to thank myself. Like, I did it. Like, yeah, I did have do it. done it for two years. Every, most, like, every week. I have skipped a couple weeks. Um, so, technically, we should have you been, have. like, 100, like, a couple weeks ago, probably. But most of it has been I've been sick uh, that I missed, like, the couple weeks. Or we were, like, moving across the country. Well, even then, I think I still did episodes. Yeah. But it's just, I think it's... At your husband's sick. request, I did tell you to stock up and record two episodes a I week did. prior. And I don't know why I don't do that. I just, I don't know. I feel like it's not as genuine, like, because it's not like a weekly update. It's more like, hey, I'm doing this right now, but I'm going to post it in a month. So if any of you ever wondered, this episode, <laughs> we are going, well, primarily, I'm going to be taking over and talking about find me in a book podcast and the yes. orders and the processes <laughs> that she has established. So yes. if you want to know the nitty gritty behind this, she re she does one episode a week. I do. I like to, uh, even though she reads like four or five books a week, she does one episode a week. <laughs> and I tell her you should record three episodes a week I know. so that you could like take a month off. But eventually. Do you know what my favorite thing to do is though? Procrastinate. <laughs> That's my favorite thing to do. It has been since I started school. I like to wait till the last minute. And a lot of people say it's ADHD. I'm going to say I like the excitement and suspense to see if I get it done. So... <laughs> That's yeah. what I like to do. So just so you know, these last <laughs> 100 episodes have been done one week at a time. They really have. Well, sometimes I've sometimes done Sometimes, like, too. You have done, too. Yeah, but then I... I'm going to say 95% of the time, though, yeah. it has been one episode a week. Like, either the day before I'm supposed to post or the day of I'm supposed to post. That yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, I got to do it. <laughs> yep. So, but That's it's good. been fun. But I would li now like to hijack your podcast, Find okay. Me in a Book podcast, and make it Find Me in a Tav book <laughs> podcast. That's where the spice comes in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, never mind. Hey, don't yuck my yum, okay? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's. Uh, so how it's going to work is I'm just going to ask some questions. Uh, we're going to start out talking about romance books. So this is still going to be very informative for everyone yeah. who wants to know about romance books. We're going to talk about the last... 100 episodes because there's more than 100 books that you've talked about. There is. Um, and the last time we did, this isn't going to be like a get to know me, right? 
because it'll, it'll be a, just a little bit okay. at the very end. We're just going to lightly touch on it because we do get to know you in what episode one? Nico? No, no, episode seventy-five is when we did our last get to know me, oh, and that was in that's April. Right. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I have changed since April. So this is a quarter quell right now. If we're going by Hunger Game rules, yeah. I mean, we have changed states in that time. So yeah, we I, have. I am a different person. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah. So we are going to touch lightly on that, but we are going to focus primarily on some romance books and give you some recaps yeah. of the last hundred episodes. And I hope to remember everything. <laughs> yep, we will find out. <laughs> okay. I did not send her these questions ahead of time, so she is flying <laughs> off the handle. Yeah. So All there right. might be a lot of editing as I look through stuff to And if you're listening, you're not going to hear the editing, so it doesn't matter. This is completely flawless. That's right. We're perfect. Yep. All right. So to get us started, what was the first romance book you ever read? Gosh, I actually was thinking about this the other day. I asked my mom because I know that I started reading romance when I was like a teenager. So I asked my mom, like, hey, do you remember like when I started asking you to like read your books because that's what happened is that my mom was really into romance books like the Christian romance books and I just started reading those and so I asked her like what age it was and and she really couldn't tell me but she said around like 13 or 14 years old is a Christian romance book like teenage or chicken soup for the teenage soul kind of thing no it's um is it like a walk to remember the movie is that considered a Christian romance book um (laughs) sure i mean there's just like some elements of like church and god and things like that it was based in like the lds culture um and they were like lds authors um but there's just absolutely no spice in them and they they don't do any spice until like they're married and it's just kind of like that aspect and so but i was thinking about it even further the first romance books to kind of circle back around the first romance books I do remember, and they weren't solely romance, but it was the Thoroughbred series um, by Joanna. Can't remember, but I remember reading those in uh, Joanna Gaines. No, I think it's. I was just like. Is Joanna Gaines an HGTV personality? She is. Yeah, she's okay, from. Okay, that's like, right. I don't know why I thought Joanna. Okay. Yeah. But that's why, because so I've seen her name on TV. It's Joanna Campbell, and it was the Thoroughbred series that are based for like age eight to twelve years, and it was about horses and about this like Kentucky Derby, and I and remember. That's where your love of horses came in. Well, I loved horses before, so that's why I picked up these books. But they had like a little bit of element of like romance Mm -hmm. and so well joanna campbell was going to be my second guess okay good well there's 72 books and i think when i was reading them there was only like maybe 12 so but that is the series that there were elements of romance that i just i loved and so then i i reached out and started reading my mom's books so okay i think that was my first um all right that's good so thoroughbred yeah the thoroughbred series good good Mm -hmm. for kids yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Definitely good for kids. Definitely like good if you if your kids loved reading about horses. There's, of course, like little elements of romance, but it's not like the main thing. It's mostly about this girl that's training this horse that they were going like, to. It's a book that a mom wouldn't have to worry about explaining something to her teenage daughter. No, it honestly reminds me of uh, Seabiscuit, like that movie. Oh, that's it's a kind good of movie. like, yeah, it's kind of like along that line. Um, And it just, it's, I remember it being very, very good. I loved those books. So I highly recommend those to moms of kids that love horses, love that element, and they're just wholesome books. Yeah. Or if you're an adult that just likes. I would read them. Very 
mellow tame yeah. romance I kinda and horses. W- I kind of want you to buy them for me. <laughs> so then when we do have kids, okay. we'll have them. <laughs> Thoroughbred, I'll add it to the <laughs> list. Thoroughbred series. The list that I have of things to buy you. Know? <laughs> that I send you all the time. Like, <laughs> yeah. here's my new list. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, who is, of all the last books that you read that everyone has heard episodes on, mm-hmm. just from those, because I know you've read more than this, who is the best lead character that is a male oh my gosh throwing a twist here i know most of these books are about the woman but let's hear about some of the men in these books well the latest series that i've been reading is by rebecca yaros which we've talked about the full measure series and i've read the four out of five books now and any of the guys in there are so good like they are in the military they are Apache helicopter pilots, and they just, like, do whatever they can to, like, serve the country, but also have great relationships with their family, and, like, they're just, they're very spicy. They, like, are very just, I don't know, masculine, and... So Rebecca Yaros knows how to write she does. a male lead. <laughs> she really does. If and most of these male leads, if not all of them, are in the military? All of them, yeah. But it also translate over over to like Fourth Wing, which was a huge, huge hit. And uh, Xander, what's Fourth Wing? Is that still by Rebecca Yaros? Yes, it is. That's the one that overtook Twilight. That's like the huge phenomenon. Now. Oh yeah, you told me that. I yeah. You know what? When there's a movie deal, I will then believe that it overtook Twilight. I know, but just how she she creates Zayden and like his character and the men in that that book, like so incredible. So I think Rebecca Yaros has it just. She just does it she very gets well. It. She gets it, yeah. Okay, that's good to know. Uh, now back to the woman. Okay. Who has been the best leading woman character in the romance books that you've read? Oh my gosh, the best? I, I know, mean, it's it's hard to say the best because best is so subjective. Yeah. But I mean, there's clearly like a top three of just like women that are like, oh, this is this was a great heroine or leading lady. I mean, again, like Fourth Wing, she's really great. Um, so Fourth Wing coming in strong yeah. on the male and the female and side. The female. I'm trying to remember. Winter Renshaw, she does really great female characters. Uh, Tessa Bailey does really great female characters. Um, what are some of the books that her, her name was Winter Renshaw? Yeah. And Tessa Bailey? Um, just her latest series, like the Hate Notes uh, Wh- Which series. one, Tessa Bailey or? No, uh, Winter Renshaw. Okay, so Winter Renshaw, the... Mm-hmm. The What's Hate Notes series. Hate Notes series. Uh, she just came out a book with a book called Dear Stranger. And uh, that female character, like, she is an attorney. She is just, like, so just wants to be the best, but also is very kind and helps in women's shelters. And she knows, like, her flaws and she tries to work at them and just tries to overall be a great person and, like, keep everything professional. And I just, I really like how. So she's a boss lady. She is, yeah. I And that's what I like to read about is, like, boss-ass bitch women. <laughs> okay, what about Tessa Bailey? What did Tess, Who's a Tessa Bailey character that, um, if they want really good female leads to read about? Oh, gosh. Um, all of them. But I feel like her series... So Tessa Bailey's a good author all around for yes, any she, female lead. She does very, like soft and feminine but also very spicy and very like headstrong women 
that they just know their 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 worth and they just like sorry do i'm just so gonna well. keep on adjusting your hat <laughs> for those okay. of you watching i just want to make sure that you're able to see tav's face yeah, i feel like a little little schoolboy now <laughs> mm, gross <laughs> gross um uh with the tessa bailey books her series it happened one summer that one, I kind of got annoyed with the female character, but she did a great, like, change in this book that you just love her at the end because she kind of goes in and she's, like, this uppity, like, spoiled brat almost, and then she gets sent to, I think, Alaska? Um, I haven't read it in a while. Um, but then she just, like, does this 180, and she becomes very, like, responsible and very, like, grateful and humbled and, like, she just does a 180, and I really like that as well. And then in the second book, Hook, Liner, and Sinker, her sister, um, she goes there as well, and she's just a really hardworking girl all around. And I, I like how they still have their careers, and they still work really hard upon it, but they also, like, take time for themselves as well. Okay. So we've heard a lot about some good books from good authors that people yeah. could check out. Mm -hmm. What are some romance books that you pass on? That I did, that I regret reading, or that like no, I well, shouldn't have finished, or <laughs> that like all of the above. All right, I mean, it could well, be a book that like you regret reading. It could be a book that like you couldn't finish. But what are some romance books that you yourself pass on? And you can say the names because we don't yuck other people's gum. That's right. And um, so we're still informing them, like, hey, here's this book about this. Yeah. So definitely haunting Adeline. Um, that one has still messed me up. Okay, the one what's that Haunting you, Adeline? The about? one that you came home, and I was like, I don't know what I just read. It was, was the one that where the dark he's the romance? stalker. Oh. Yeah. That one where it was just so yeah. uncomfortable. And I, and again, so it's, it's a like, stalker love story type of deal. It's like he forced his love on her, though. Like, dark, so it's dark a romance. Extremely dark romance. I have a hard time with dark romances. I figured that out this year. Or I guess at least since I've started the podcast, I found out that dark romances, like dark, dark romances and reverse harems are just not my thing. Like I try. I really do. I want to like them, but I they just don't do it for me. <laughs> so Haunting uh, Adeline. Yeah. Haunting Adeline. Even the one um, that I just read, I talked about on the podcast, I think last week. Um, but it's called How Does It Feel? And that one... That sounds very provocative, just with the title. It was. It was a dark romance as well. <laughs> and it just... How I does it feel? Well, I was just... I said last week that it was just almost like a, a gruesome crude that I don't do well with. That gruesome like, crude? Yeah, like it's crude, but not like in a swear type of crude. It's just... Or like a joking type thing it's just like crude that it's like really triggering almost like like details. teenagers who just like to swear to swear no kind of crude no that's the opposite what <laughs> wait how is that <laughs> the I just opposite said crude i'm meaning like uh this guy was talking about arring her Ar like arring her oh okay I i'm following and okay. like but he was in like the same jail cell as her and just talking about that type of stuff and like oh like okay. that, like just I don't, and I don't brutal. Like I don't know the type, the word for it. Like other than crude, like uh, it's just really sickening. Okay. Like you and I, we we use crude in different ways. Well, that's but a thing. that's I okay. I don't I, know the word to use for it. Really, 
hostile. Yeah. No, that's the thing. Books that have those elements, I have a really hard time with. Yeah. I'm, man, I have the word in the back of my head right now that would fit it. I just think, like, gruesome. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's gruesome. Harsh. Obtuse. Graphic. 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 I think graphic was what I was trying to get at. Yeah. When it's very descriptive and graphic, I have a hard time with. So we did it. We figured out the word, everyone, because I feel like <laughs> I've been goodness. using crude a lot lately. And I, I and every time I use that word, I'm like, I don't think that's the word that I mean. <laughs> you keep saying this word. I do not think it means what you think it means. <laughs> uh, you're right. Graphic is the right word. <laughs> Graphic's the right word. Yes. OK. Uh, all right. So those are some books that you pass on. Yeah. We know. But if those are your cup of tea, go go. Yeah. Ham. I mean, <laughs> they had solid solid storylines and well from what you could get through yeah well like that's the thing i i wasn't lost in any of them like i knew what was going on there were some parts that were a little bit over the top but not enough that like i just couldn't keep going okay what is your favorite romance trope gosh i am a sucker for enemies to lovers which is a very general trope but I feel like that's a really common. It is, yeah. But well, I okay. I, I won't say common. That's a very established trope. It is. No, you're right. Tried and, and true. Hallmark does it. Mm-hmm. Shakespeare did it. Right, and most so, comedy romance rom coms do it. You're right, and so a lot of people add tropes with it. Yeah, and like sub tropes and everything like that. And so I think I really like. I I'm not a big fan of like second chance romance. Um, but yeah, within the enemies to lovers, I like when it's like in a fantasy uh, genre. What are some high fantasy uh, r- enemies to lover stories out there that you would recommend? Um, well, the Crave series by Tracy Wolf. That one's not like a, a true enemies to lovers. Like when she gets into the school, um, they're not like technically enemies. They're just like he's the popular guy, the vampire like over here. It's oh, kind of like vampire. Twilight, okay. yeah, but it's like a, a forbidden romance. I think that's what it is, is that I like the the enemies to to lovers within the fantasy, and it's like a, a rival to lovers, and like just a forbidden romance I really like, um, and just things that like, they're just complete opposite, and then they just come together, and you're like, you just feel so satisfied that you're like, I knew you guys would love each other. <laughs> like, I knew it. <laughs> How like, did the author know? I mean, a lot of times they're predictable, but that's just what I like, where I'm like, ooh. And sometimes when there's, like, two love interests, I'm like, who's she going to be with? Like, <laughs> Are there any other enemies to lovers books that you would recommend? I mean, the Tried and True Blood and Ash series by Jennifer Armitrout. Jennifer Armitrout does enemies to lovers very, very well. Like, And it's also in the fantasy world. And she has, like, an alien romance that's kind of like a, a forbidden romance that's really, really good. Another alien um, book? Yes, but it's, like, based here on Earth. Oh. And, like, it's just, that one is so Not going so off to the ice planet with no. the other barbarians? <laughs> no, that one. The first one is called Obsidian, I think. Oh, that's one that I was talking about. I th- actually, I think it was a different one, but I kept saying, saying Onyx. Is that the right word? No, well, I kept saying Onyx. Oh. Instead of onyx, and <laughs> yep, it's, I like it's onyx, not yeah. onyx. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, she does it really, really well. What about Colleen Hoover. Um, what do you? 
For what? I, I don't know. I just saw her name there. I'm like, oh, oh we talked about Colleen yeah, Hoover at Colleen one point. Yeah, Colleen Hoover, she does a lot of different tropes. Oh, one series that I've kind of talked a, a little bit about that it really is like enemies to lovers, and it's mo- it's honestly like the world against him. Uh, it was the Four Horsemen series by Laura Thalassa, um, where we, we've kind of talked about a bit before, but she has four books, and they're each of the Four Horsemen, and they've come to basically end the world, and then they each fall in love with, like, the woman or whatever. <laughs> but I, I like that the... So four different women keep the world from being destroyed? Exactly, but that's the thing is, like, these men, like, they... They don't know anything about love. They don't know anything about the world. They, they're just kind of these beings. Well, thank goodness they fell in love with someone. Well, that's the thing, <laughs> that they're so surprised. Like, what is this feeling? Like, why am I, like, basically obsessed with this person? Mm. And it's the woman being like, what the heck, bro? <laughs> like, you're about Chill, to, bro. Yeah, you're about to end this world. Like, why are you obsessed with me? It's called The Four Horsemen? Um, that's the seri- what the series is called. Oh, okay. Uh, the first one is just called Famine. Actually, no, the first one... One of them is called famine, of course. Famine, war, yeah. pestilence. Famine is the is book three. And death, I think. Um, yeah, pestilence is the first one. War is the second one, and then famine, and then whatever. Death. I death. Think. Yeah, is the third one. That's a pretty ominous title. Yeah, I mean, for it, a romance, it book. is like a dark romance, but it's not. Wait, is gruesome. it a dark romance? Yeah, it's a dark romance, but it's also like enemies to lovers. And like, okay, but it's not dark enough that I was uncomfortable. So yeah, those ones go. are really, Four really Horsemen, good. Horsemen, Lord of the Mm-hmm. Like they're just these manly, masculine beings, and they like just start to love these women, and they're the women are like, whoa, what? And so uh, I, that's another reason I like it too, is because the the guys pursue them. Now you read a lot of books. I try so much so that early in our marriage, I was like. There is no way you are reading that many books. There's no way, and you can retain them. You said, no, I retain them. I remember them. And I was just like, shut up. No, you don't. Well, just not <laughs> off the top of my head. If someone were to say, like, oh, this book and this one, I'd be like, oh, yeah, okay, I've read that. This is kind of what it's about. But not off the top of my head. Like, these questions are really hard. <laughs> like, So how many books do you actually read? Like, how fast do you read? I feel like we tried to, like, time it out. Yeah, we've timed it a little bit. And then in April, we did as well. It's about the same pace as then. Um, what is it? Like, one like page a minute or something? Like, if, if someone gave you a yeah. book that was 300 pages, how long would it take It'd you? It'd take me, like, three hours. So, like, 100 pages 100 an hour. 100 pages. Yeah. <laughs> and I was looking at my Goodreads the other day, which, by the way, if you guys are on Goodreads, which I Goodreads? Th- Goodreads. Hey, you, know, you don't know what we're doing. Uh, on Goodreads, it's an app, and you can also do it on your computer. So I'm fri- or I'm on there. You can friend me on there. Um, it's just find me in a book podcast, and so you can see what I'm currently reading. You can see like my shelf of what I have read. You can see my ratings. I'm friends with my sister on there and a couple other people. So definitely give uh, each other a follow. We can become friends. Um, but it tracks everything. Yeah. So you hook it up with your Kindle app, and then as you finish a book, it tracks it. And so I was looking at my shelf um, earlier today. So this year I've read 79 books, um, but that's just on here. I've read a couple like physical books too. Um, so I'd say about like 83 books this year, um, but I guess I have a goal of 150. 
I don't know if I made that goal for myself or if Goodreads was like, yeah, <laughs> we're just going to give you this number. <laughs> so I hope to reach it. Maybe it's like a badge. Like after you get to 150 books, you're like a level seven book reader. <laughs> I don't even know. Okay. And then also on the Kindle app, it tracks everything. And it says in 2023, I've read 87 titles. Um, and then 2022, I read 107. And then it just kind of tracks my years. So I've been able to track like how many and what books that they have been. Um, and then I can see like th- I've read 105 weeks in a row. <laughs> so that was uh, since October of 2021, which tracks because that's when I started the podcast. So I read. And I this read is th- on Alexa? or what No, is this, this is just on the Kindle app. Um, so yeah, I like those different apps that I can track the books that I've been reading and all of that. So it helps with all of the books. Huh? That's good to know. If you want to keep track of your books, mm-hmm. try those apps, Goodreads and uh, Kindle. Yep, the Kindle, Kindle app. app. Mm-hmm. Now uh, we're gonna we're gonna get a little just a little bit more into the history of it. We've talked a lot mm-hmm. about books now. What did you start this podcast for? What thinking, did I start it for? Yeah, thinking back two years. What did you start this podcast for? Like, why? I think I just wanted an outlet to talk about them. Because I could talk to them. I could talk to my sister and my mom about them. But they don't read a lot of the stuff that I read. Like, they read some of it, which I, I can still talk to those books. But that's how they get their book recommendations is through me, which is fine. But I felt like I needed to talk to more people about it. And it's not like I'm really talking to people. I'm just talking into a microphone. But it just gave me some way to, like, get my excitement out instead of being like, I just read this book and I don't really know how to, like, feel my feelings. (laughs) So I feel like talking through them has helped a lot. And just having this platform to, like, be into the book community more. Because I I feel like if I didn't have this podcast, I wouldn't have, like, gone through, like, book talk or – reach out to people or talk to people on different platforms about books. Like, I feel like I still would have been in, like, my little hole just reading. Um, But what inspired me to, like, take the step to do the podcast, I was listening to a different podcast. It's called The Bad Broadcast. um, And people were asking her, like, how did you know you wanted to do this or do a podcast? And she said, you know what, I made a list of things that I love. And then from there, I took, like, my top thing, and I figured out what I wanted to do from there. Like, I took that next step. Like, how do I make this my job, or how do I make this become my everyday life, or, like, what are those next steps? And so I had made that list of things that I loved, and books was the number one thing. And I thought, how do I do this? Like, I don't want to become a writer or, like, an author and the next thing I was like well I really like to talk about books I like the reading the books I just what kind of fits into that and I was like oh a podcast like and even if I don't ever get paid for this that's totally fine like I just like talking about books and I like just being in the atmosphere of books and involved and and all that so that's kind of where it all stemmed from yeah and has it been fun it has. It's been. I mean, you've done it for a hundred episodes. So hopefully, yeah, it's been fun. It's definitely fun. Um, it ha- It's been a little stressful in some little moments. For the most part, it has not been stressful. Like I have learned how to prepare. Like I've learned. I mean, I knew how to prepare things, but like 
it makes me more um, aware in the books that I read because I, I highlight things and I think about them deeper that I'm like, oh my gosh, I could talk about this on the podcast and this could lead into this conversation. And I, I feel like I'm more aware in the books that I read and um, are trying to pinpoint like the characters and what I like about the book and what I don't like about the book. And I'm just giving more thought into it. And it's, it's created this whole new experience while reading um, that I think has been really beneficial. But what is the end goal of this podcast? What do you want Find Me in a Book to be for everyone listening out there right now? I honestly would like this podcast to be a great source for someone to go to to find new authors and to find new books. So my overall goal, I would love to like partner with different like publishing companies or authors themselves to really get their books out into the general public like I whether it be like through interviewing them or through me reading the book and talking about it and like highlighting it but I really want this to be a space to get those people in the books to like the next level and have the general public be aware of them and have it to be on like their TBR list and just another source for the authors to get their project out yeah so you want to be a resource for yeah every reader out there and every author out there whether yeah. they want to promote their book or whether people want to find a new book out there you exactly. want to be their friend i want to be their google you want to be <laughs> their, their google their book google <laughs> yeah if you want to make it easy for them to find the books and stuff what's the best way they could do that follow you on instagram subscribe and like on youtube yeah both of those but honestly just scrolling through my spotify um, and seeing the titles and I try and do like a little excerpt in like the the info to kind of describe what the, the book yeah. is a little bit yeah so I, I post them all on there um, but if there's a book that you're you see somewhere on like social media that you're like oh I want to know more about this definitely yeah go to the Spotify Apple podcast scroll through the different episodes see if I've done it uh, one day that would be super cool to have like a website that they can just like type in the book and then it would pop up the episode <laughs> like that would be super cool. Also, um, if there's a book that you want her to do that she hasn't yeah. done, comment it on Instagram or on YouTube. And if she has done it, she'll tell you the episode. And if she hasn't, whoo, she might give you a shout out as the person who recommended <laughs> it to her. So follow her on Instagram. Find me in a book podcast on Instagram. Listen to her on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts at. Subscribe, like, comment on YouTube, share. And then if you know some publishing companies out there who want to put some new authors out in the space, tell them to give her a ring. You're so good at this. email her. <laughs> I think you're very convincing. Am I? You're so convincing. I can't tell if you're being facetious <laughs> or not no, right now. No, I'm not. Um, before we go, I would like to share what I'm currently reading okay. or like my TBR I'm sorry. List. We don't have time for that. Just go ahead. No. <laughs> okay. So, like I mentioned before, I did finish the four out of the five books of the Full Measures um, by Rebecca Yaros. And then I did read You Are Someone Like You by Winter Renshaw. Um, and then her Dear Stranger book that she just came out with. So, so good. Um, I am about to read book three on the Miles High series from uh, Liz Tomford. It's called Caught Up. So that one I think I'm going to start tonight. And then, um, gosh, what else? 
I think I might start on the new Jennifer Armentrout book, which is Fall of Ruin and Wrath. I don't know yet, though. Like, she, one thing about, which I've talked about earlier, uh, with Jennifer Armentrout, she just gets so deep in her world building and characters that it's kind of hard to get out of or, like, to get back into because it's just so, like, so detailed. Oh, that does remind me. I need to start reading those other books from Jennifer Armitrout because there's another, a third book in a different series that she's doing that's coming out soon. So that's actually what I'm going to read. Okay. <laughs> so as I'm, as I'm talking out loud. Something your um, listeners can look forward to is you actually have two authors that are going to be making an appearance on your podcast I do. too. Yeah. Um, next week I'm going to be interviewing them and I'm really excited. Um, so are you allowed to say the author's name yet? I think so. Uh, One of them is Allison Greenberg. I think I said it last week. Um, She came out with a book maybe Maybe once, maybe twice. Are you allowed to say the book title? Yeah, because it's been released. Oh, okay. Yeah, that one was released at the beginning of October. And then Elaine Roth is coming out with a book November 3rd. No, November 7th. And so I will be interviewing her as well. And we'll be talking about that book. Um, I can't remember what the book is called right now. Well, um, if it's coming out November 7th, you probably aren't quite allowed to say. Well, maybe you are. I don't yeah. know how book releases work. There wasn't work. any, like. I don't know so how authors hype. keep their No, it's just books. hype. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I don't understand the book marketing industry. I understand That's e-commerce. Okay. So, yeah, look for those two episodes coming out next week. Mm-hmm. Is there anything you would like to tell your listeners about the 100th episode? Gosh, I just want to say I'm sorry for the very first episode. I haven't listened to it again since I released it, but I know I honestly. I'm sorry for the first. Not thank you for listening all of these times. No, I, I am sorry for the first episode. But hey, it's everyone's first episode is probably rough, and I just <laughs> yeah, I true. haven't listened to it again. But I think ever since I changed over to the new sound system, I just feel so bad for the previous episodes that the sound was so terrible. That there was like a crackling static and I just, I have lived, I have learned, and here's to the next hundred episodes. I went from this huge soundboard, just huge. Big soundboard. To a very little handheld thing. Yeah, it looks like a taser. So I apologize for the sound for those first, I don't know, like 20 episodes, 30 episodes. Um, but I'm glad that we're, we're improving. sorry, we're improving, we're doing better. And uh, I'm just excited for the next 100 episodes. I really want to do a giveaway. So if everyone could uh, subscribe to my or follow my Instagram, that is where I'm going to be announcing the giveaway. I'm really excited to do it. Um, the details will be there. I'll be posting it most likely tomorrow, uh, which will be Tuesday. Uh, October 24th Um, and yeah I'm just excited to do more episodes and talk about more books and meet authors and just continue to immerse myself in this community so all right why don't you sign off on your hundredth episode this is Tav signing (laughs) off on my hundredth episode (laughs) saying that I'm very grateful for each and every one of you uh, and I just appreciate every single listen and every single like view that you have on like my social media and just 
just every interaction that you guys do. I'm just grateful. And it's just, it's been so fun. And I'm just looking forward to the next. I'll talk to you guys next week. Love you. Bye. Bye.